on a random Saturday night, but nah. You can't do anything. Oh shit, we're recording. <laughs> Hello to all you doinks out there and welcome back to another episode of the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where a fucking lot of us are about to talk WrestleMania 39. I'm no longer I'm the special here. guest. Um, yeah, baby, because there's me. There's a lot of us here. Um, obviously, the regular hosts, myself, David, and Michaela are here. Hey, everybody. Yo. Meredith is also joining us, as well as Lexi. Julian's in the other room just playing his Switch. He's too so cool he's for us. So he's just chilling. He's Breath of the Wild. Um, and Breath we also wild. have yeah. another special guest who is new to the Doink universe. We have Tiago and his lovely girlfriend, Naomi, hanging out with us as well. What's up, guys? And we're going to talk some Wrestlemania Rassle. 39 and then the Raw following Wrestlemania 39. Indubitably. Okay, so before we even get into everything, show of hands... Thumbs up, thumbs down, WrestleMania night one. Oh, thumbs up. Okay, we got unanimous thumbs up. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, WrestleMania night two, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll go thumbs up as well. I'm we have way. a middle option. Th- yeah, I'm I midway. I was about to say. I'm midway. It's thumbs up, thumbs down. I didn't watch it. Hey, I'm going thumbs up on They're this. Fine, thumbs down. <sighs> thumbs down. Even though I'm saying thumb middle. Uh, I'm putting thumbs down, but okay. I'll get to it in a second. Okay, and then roar after. Two thumbs down. Yeah. Thumbs yeah. up. No. The closing, thumbs up. <laughs> and you're a Lesnar mark anyway. Nope. So. I'm going to go over exactly why this all makes sense. Uh, yes. Okay. Cody Rhodes, new John Cena. But ready for no, it. No. He, he, he has the whole next season already planned in okay, his brain. And it's going to happen Dave exactly Sir as Secretly Dave. works for WWE. Endeavor. 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 And knows everything. Shout out Arizona in action. See, that's the freaky part is because people who don't know Dave... Just don't know. You know what it's like to be watching a pay per view, and, and he just, calls it five minutes before it fucking happens. Yeah, this is gonna like, be a four minute match. Yeah, this no is gonna be a four is. minute match. This is gonna be like, oh, this and this is gonna happen just like this, and you're just sitting there, and you're just like, why do I watch it? Why do I watch? There's it? no yeah, reason. There's no point in watching it. Get used to it. it. But I, I, I'm the best guy to watch movies with because I keep my mouth shut, mm-hmm. which is fair. But like, <laughs> hey. but we're all sitting there, we're making predictions. So what yep. am I supposed to do? Just keep mine shut because they're gonna be right. Well, yeah. you can be wrong. <laughs> be wrong. Make it fair. Let so, the kids win sometimes. <laughs> before no, punching babies, <laughs> and that's the exact Please sound. Don't punch babies. No, we punt them. It's practice. Oh god! Don't kick the baby. <laughs> kick the baby. <laughs> All right, well, night one. Um, I'm just going to put this out there. Before we get into um, the actual results and talking about WrestleMania, I'm going to put this out there. I am recording on a new interface. So if this sounds different or better, worse, whatever, let us know. Um, I'm trying something or new no. out. We do now have the ability to <laughs> no have, have six live microphones all at once. Hence, Safe. how we are able to have other people on the podcast as well and not just have to share mics like we did in fucking Dirty, dirty Doink Double Dozen. <laughs> double Doink Dirty Dozen. Alliteration a, is hard. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's Anywho, been a long day. Dave, don't Mo- fight the child. <clears throat> Moving to night He's one. He's at his own. Wait, 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 wait. What? Hold, pause. You can at least say the that matriarch. it was at in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Okay. If you don't know we, that at this point, you shouldn't even be listening to We've been talking about Mania. My mom's going to listen to this. She doesn't know anything about wrestling. She's just trying to support you. Big shout out, mom. I love you. Exactly. And I don't want to say exactly, but you know, people don't really want Adrenaline. to listen to it because of us. Like Josh's mom doesn't watch WrestleMania, but she's going to listen to it because she wants to support all of us. So she's going to tell love me you, that Sandy. she didn't know WrestleMania was we in California. We love you. Yeah. There's it, it, yeah, high possibility. High possibility. <laughs> Okay. 
Anyway, <laughs> WrestleMania Night One opens up with the match that was advertised to open the show. Austin I'm Theory, United States Champion, taking on 16-time World Champion Jonathan Cena. Yes. Since when does he go with Jonathan? It's Jonathan Cena. Um, Stu was not there, so Cena was um, was set to lose. Let's go, Stu! (laughs) Uh, He was set to lose because Stu was not there. But he brought out a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids, and it was really, really sweet. Just for them to get their hearts crushed. I was about to say, that's so bad. That that that's so that's they horrible. Watch this. Their hero. That's like being like, oh, we're gonna guys. Guess what? We're gonna take you to a zoo, and then instantly taking them to a lion section that's about to tear apart a gazelle. Like, no, be, no, not no. Better analogy is you're gonna bring them to a zoo, but you bring them to the Boston Museum of Science so they can see all the taxidermy animals. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the Sure. <laughs> I love this match. I love it was really match. good. It was exactly what it, it needed yep. to be. Exactly. It was mm-hmm. exactly where you, what you needed to be. You needed. You needed Austin Theory to win this match. Unfortunately. I know. Um, People are speculating it's Cena's last. It's not his last. I think he's still going to have another mania. I think they're going to have... I've already told you my thoughts on Baron Corbin. I think Mm -hmm. Baron Corbin's going to be the career ender. I think that's what they're going to end up doing with him. Because they've already done it with Kurt Angle. He's going to end JBL. He'll probably end Cena. Like I think that's the the character they they could build Corbin up with to make him a good heel to eventually put him in a mid card title scene, maybe lower top card title scene. It'd be something fun for him to go back to the Lone Wolf. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. That's fair. I think if you have him as that career ender, he ends people's careers. It will make sense, and I think that's how they can take Cena and end his career that way. Cause it'd be a great rub for Baron Corbin to have another victory. Have another notch in his belt. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with this match. It made sense for Theory to get the notch in his belt to have a yeah not it, clean but important victory mm-hmm. under this. Ah, there, there's very non-clean. He did a low blow. There's, he also bit him oh, twice. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> his, um, uh, yes, because apparently Austin Theory's Mike Tyson. Cool, great. This I'm is Mike lovely. Tyson, yeah, there's booty. there's no necessity for Cena to win there. No. no, the only way you do that is if you knew Monday Night Raw, you're gonna have some kind of big pop come out. Um. Gable Stevenson was going to come out, and you're going to have him squash Cena, make Stevenson a heel, and then give him the U.S. So, title so where my mind went with it because of after what happened at Stand and Deliver, I know we said we weren't going to talk Stand and Deliver, yeah. but with Breaker losing, I could have seen Cena winning, going to Raw, Breaker coming out and taking the title, and they immediately nope. put the U.S. title on Breaker. That would have been fun, but I like what they're doing with Breaker right now in NXT. They've yeah, as heel. a heel, I love it. I love that he, he, he's Papa Pump 2.0. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I can see that. Starts coming out with the chains and everything. Yep. That's what we need. We need like an impact Rick Steiner. Yeah, yeah. When he when he was in the um, that Samoa big pos- Joe. That big you got a sixty six point six. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, Steiner yeah. math. Yeah, it's Steiner like doink math. math. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Up next, we had the WrestleMania Men's Showcase Fatal Four Tag Team Match between the Street Profits, Strowman and Ricochet. Alpha Academy, thank you, Sheesh. and the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, hey, with hey. Valhalla. Yeah, give Sarah Logan her her deserved due. I mean, I will say really this. do much. What a, <laughs> what a fun match! I was about yeah. to say it was a great match. However, I will put this out there now: give Chad Gable a single. No, absolutely, no. Why? Because no. No, new, he's new so character. talented. It doesn't make any sense. One, he's been everything he's been given 
everything he's been given, he's turned shit into gold. Everything. Exactly. Whether, whether he was Bobby Roode's stunt double when it was him and Roode together, this whole thing with him and Otis is a gold mine back when he was you part of American O-teeth? Alpha. It was... It is O-teeth. O-teeth. He, O-teeth. he can take anything and make it work. And then on top of it, he is physically gifted beyond all reproach. German suplex to mm-hmm. Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to say. Yeah. He gives that German suplex to everybody. That's insanity. Um, so, question. It's in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to pose this here. The NFL draft. Is Angelo Dawkins uh, declaring? Because that... <laughs> Fucking tackle on a charging draft? Yes, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You said the NFL draft. Yeah, the NFL yeah. draft is in a couple of weeks. So he's saying because of the tackle on Braun Strowman, should Angelo Dawkins enter the NFL draft because they tackle uh, in the NFL? Yes, I can't believe w- I have to dissect it. The <laughs> WWE, I'm sorry. The I'm WWE slow. draft will be there. Listen, listen, will be in a few a, weeks as well. It's okay. It's okay. If it makes you feel any better, I have a joke with my mom. That I'm not sure if I could say this on a podcast, but she won some of the shit we've said on this podcast. Go for it. Goes fine. So she looks at me. So we're up in New Hampshire. I'm doing something, and it's stupid, and it's like beyond stupid. And she's looking at me, and she's smiling, and I'm just like, "Mom, what you smiling at?" And I thought that she was gonna be as sweet. She's like, "I'm I'm so happy about like the man you've become." (laughs) She looks at me, and I was like, "Mom, what you thinking about?" And, And with the sweetest voice, goes. Sometimes you're just a little bit retarded. You're just a little bit retarded. And she puts up almost like a measurement where she's just like, and I'm just like, wow. Okay. So, anyways, if it makes you feel any better, Mayor, me does. too. Me, <laughs> me too. Thank you, Chicago's mom. Uh, anywhom, uh, Street Profits come out on top on this. Um, honestly, yeah. they bring the smoke. It's the right decision. Yeah, it, I agree. It's, I mean, if it wasn't American Alpha, it needs to be this team because I don't think Ricochet and Braun. Well, they had the victory on the SmackDown before, yeah. so there's no way they were going to get the victory on the next on the next event. Either. And a loss to Eric and Ivar does nothing here. Well, they're not taking the pin. That's yeah. what's important. Yeah, they're not taking the pin. Yeah. So uh, the win for the Profits here um, in a very, very, very solid match. Up next, we had Seth freaking Rollins taking on HBK 2.0 coming in on the fucking zip line. Yeah, he's like, uh, I got a zip line for my birthday. And Logan Paul. Y'all hate it. I love it. I love it. I hate him. I, I love You can hate him as a Logan person, Paul. but what he does in the I ring is... I wanted Seth Rollins so bad to come out in that stupid hat from Toy Story <laughs> when Logan too. was in that forest. I don't like He's that such guy. a disrespectful man. He <laughs> is, but that makes him for a good heel. And you need say that. what you'd like, say what you'd like. The man is physically gifted. Can't box to save his life, but physically <laughs> gifted. What the fuck did you <laughs> knock down? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Meredith Steele, what are you doing? Meredith, you're so impressive. We're also in my kitchen right now. Um, because up this heat. Seven... <laughs> Seven Karma's of us could bitch. not fit. <laughs> Karma is my boyfriend. <laughs> you can say that. Karma is a god. <laughs> so KSI and Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Yep. Um, <laughs> my man coming up in this big puffy red. It was like Rihanna at the Super Bowl. I was just thinking <laughs> that. And literally there's a TikTok where Becky 
Lynch says, I am so jealous. Like, she's so jealous. He looked, he looked it was pretty a, gorgeous. WWE uh, digital exclusive. It was not solely on TikTok. It was on Instagram. It was on Twitter. It was on Facebook. Whatever. I saw it on TikTok. That's her news. You need to get off that news sauce. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The Chinese are watching us. Any whom. But I um, like the homage um, that they did with both of those entrances. They did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, didn't. Um, no, I'm, so, not, I'm not privy. So Seth Rollins was in Bret Hart Pink. Oh, okay. In a Jeff Jarrett getup. Huh. Oh, okay. And obviously you had um, Logan Paul come down with the Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Right. But he was wearing blue. And a lot of people think that was a shout out to the blue blazer. Right. Which is kind of a low which is kind of a little bit of a low blow if you really think about it, because the last time that Owen was entering a ring he fell trying yeah. to pull a similar stunt. Yeah. But I, 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 I like the nuances. And he also um there's always some type of comic tie in with people's outfits. Yeah. Logan was Wolverine. Which is which is cool. Yeah. Usually, a lot of time, Gargano does. Gargano's that. the big one who does it. He's yeah. done pretty much every model. Gargano does it. Candice has done it. I think Tegan's done it. Um, Zelina does it a ton with yeah. like um, oh, Tekken Fighter. and Street Fighter characters. Um, I, I know I said I was. Kenny does it about obviously. Well, what the hell was Zelina wearing? Ray Mysterio. Last night? Um, yeah, Ray does it a ton. Uh, Ray did it with Joker at WrestleMania 25. I remember that one. That was, yeah, was when that, he squashed. He squashed um, JBL for the IC title when JBL quit. That was dope. Yeah, I'm. I'm Excuse not a big fan of that whole um that that whole getup. I, I like. I was. I, I like his fan older of that. stuff. I was cool with that. I like that one. Um. Anyway, uh, KSI <laughs> was, the, was prime the prime bottle. bottle. Listen. Yeah, and then he got splattered. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. When when I saw that the table spot was coming. I knew I'm like. There's no way that KSI is there, and he's to not going to take, take a exactly, bump. Exactly. Yeah. And he's in a prime bottle. You could tell how much padding there was. You knew it was coming. Oh, of course. Didn't know whether or not Seth was going to hit something, but it makes sense that Logan took his own friend took out. his own friend out, <laughs> took his own backup out. Well, it's on TikTok probably because he filmed it. So. Oh, it was hilarious. I didn't see the. Um, Seth freaking Rollins picks up the dub. I was wrong. It's what should have happened. I was thinking Logan was going to take it because Seth had no, had nothing wrong with taking a loss there. Well, he's not in contract, so I mean, like, what are we going to do? I have thoughts. Literally, you (laughs) You had me glued to my phone this whole entire batch in the middle of a Silverstein concert, might I add. Dayseeker is on stage. I'm sitting there with Josh. We were not paying attention. (laughs) Watching Seth Rollins not giving a care that Dayseeker was on the stage. We were giving all the cares that Dayseeker was on the stage. You guys went to a concert on the night of WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We did last year, too. On my phone. We missed Cody returning last year. She was gracious and gave us updates every two seconds. Exactly. In between our screens. I'm like, look so. at them. <laughs> look at my glorious um, man. Up next, we had the six woman tag match between Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. Which, when we get to Raw, we're going to get to Damage Control a little bit. But um, in this match, uh, Stratus, Lita, and Becky pick up the dub. Stratus, not to be weird, she was playing a dangerous game. But this was the same. Also paid homage to WrestleMania 21. Yeah, Yeah, last time it was in. She was at Mania and she um, wore the same outfit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it was the last time it was in Hollywood as well. Yep. 
So I, I, I think the wrong team went over in this. I agree. Um, yeah. Big mistake. I think you and I had you this conversation. I can't remember whether or not it was. 100%. Absolutely. Why not? No offense. This was non-title. No offense. Given what happens on night two, there's a better way to write off Lita, Stratus, and Lynch. There's a much better way to do it. But I still don't see the push of having two veterans and somebody who doesn't need the win going over a stable that all we've consistently see them do is lose. All they've done is lose. Mm-hmm. Damage control? Yeah. yeah. That's all they've done. Um, Bailey went after Bianca how many times? Lost every time. They... they they won at um Dakai and They won at war games, but that was because of Rhea Ripley more than anything else. That was really fun. Kai and Sky oh, have games. are two time champs because they win the belts, then lose, lose them immediately. Immediately. So they they've looked really weak. And I don't think given again, two Hall of Famers and somebody who doesn't need the rub, giving them the rub made no sense. Now, if what happened on night two leads to something, like I hope it does, then I have no problem with it. But as it stands right now, I do have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it was shown by, you know, Melissa's star ratings as well, because it was one of the lowest rated matches. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the two Miz matches. <laughs> he fought twice. Yes, he did. Yep. Well, uh, I three mean, times, technically. I mean, listen, it's, would you expect them to be good? They're supposed to, like, keep time. No, I know. I wasn't expecting them to be good. I, I wasn't I'm expecting ha- them I'm full stop. Happy, <laughs> I'm just happy that um, they had those little those little highlights. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's what I don't mind, especially when Miz is... Again, we're talking about a shit heel in Logan Paul. That's what Miz is. Like, that's his character. So seeing him get beat twice back to back and then subsequently again on Raw gets beat again. It it just it's great to see the heel get his comeuppance. Fair. I will say this. And this is a side note because you just brought up Miz. If you're going to get Snoop Dogg. To go Snoop Lion, get it right. It's Snoop Dogg. It's the motherfucking D O double D. Yes. Get changed again. He's back to Snoop Snoop Dogg. That's how they announced him at the show. Anyway, if it the man that is giant that sings with Dr. Dre usually. And smokes a shit ton of weed. But that's what I'm getting at. If you're gonna have Snoop Dogg on, you already have Matt Riddle, bro. You needed to bring it back at all. You need to you need to have something. Not Matt Riddle, but like bro, let him R V D. Have him about back backstage with R V D. Let him smoke. I mean, I know it's for kids, but like he have, a, had, have a little he smoke trail coming out when he's when he's uh yeah, he was, he was repping a lot of blue. The blue and I <laughs> saw the blue play- paisley. <laughs> yeah, he had blue paisley on the back of his gold title. Nah. That's very crypty. Nah. Um You mean cryptic? Uh, I was about to say, see no, what you did crypty. there. Crypty. I know. I um, up next, we had the battle, uh, the the family feud. We had an episode the of Family second, Feud, the second <laughs> second ever father son match in all of WrestleMania history. The, the best match of both nights. Whoa! Wow. What was the first one? Uh, oh, Shane versus, versus Vince. Vince. That's right. At that WrestleMania did happen. Seventeen. Maybe. I forgot it was that two, it was twenty twenty. It was two thousand one. So then it was 17. Okay. Um, anyway, Ray versus Dom. Actually, really, really good match. Um, Wait, I wouldn't expect Dom, anything less. Me neither. Did you know Dom's mask when he came out paid homage to Ray in that match with Eddie Guerrero that we were talking about? What was it? Halloween Havoc, you said? Halloween Havoc 1997. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. When he faced Eddie. That was right. A, that was That's the, crazy. That was the best intro. Dom's specific 
entrance was the best entrance out of anybody's entrance the entire weekend. Agreed. No. Even with Ray coming out in the low rider with Snoop Dogg. 100 blows. <laughs> and Dominic came and out with going. fucking cops. Dominic yeah. came out Condom. with cops. Condom. Handcuffed and was led to the ring and uncuffed in the ring. Perfect. I, I still think um, Ray Mysterio. See, at this part of the night of WrestleMania is when I walked from the inside of the venue out to the car in the pouring rain. And put my phone away. So you know what that's called? Commitment. That's what that's called. Um. Anyway, um. Ray spanked Dominic mm-hmm. with a belt. Deserved. Chill, uh. Like a good dad. You mean daddy? <laughs> I was a good. <laughs> um. Bad Bunny got Bad involved. Bonito, which Bad Bunny. Backlash is in Puerto that. Rico. Bad and Bunny's Bad pushed hosting. a lot. <laughs> We're He'll gonna get wrestle. something with Bad Bunny. Oh, one hundred percent. We might 100%. get a, a, a six-man match um, between Bad Bunny. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait. Question and how we, LWL. How about we talk about that? That's true. That's after raw. we yeah, get through raw. raw. So hold your thoughts on but any I will of that. Say, no, it'll go away. No, hold it. I will oh. say. I will say this though. I feel like this whole match was just again as much as we love to watch it. The part of wrestling is meant for kids, and I feel like this whole match. Oh, with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Well, not just Cinnamon Toast. It was the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The and fucking the advertisements. That, that too. Pissed it, me off. It was the fact that, it, like, Michael Cole's commentary, it felt like just a lesson to kids. Just like, don't be disrespectful to your parents, kids. That's this whole storyline. I know. I was going to say, that's like, what they've been oh running God. with, bringing the mom Lexi, and the sister okay. and everything. You can you can frog splash your dad if you need to. Although I feel like he could really I'd give a good 619. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that would be great. I'd pay to see her try. That would be great. <laughs> um, anyway, Ray picks up the dub here, um, gets the win. This is not over. Well, no, but, by but, any means. But did you know that spot where he, where Dom tossed um, the drink in Aaliyah's face? That wasn't planned. Dom walked over, saw the drink, and did it. Didn't tell her, so she literally was pissed climbing over the, <laughs> the thing to get to him. And I think that's hilarious. I mean, and Raina got the got the slap. On uh, on Dom. Mm-hmm. The family feud is not over though. Nope. <laughs> up next, <laughs> that was listen. That wasn't even planned. That was dope, Jinx. Um, up next, the SmackDown My Women's girl. Championship title match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte <laughs> Flair. <clears throat> The Queen Charlotte Flair? Is that uh, what you're getting at over there? Uh, no, it's not Rhea Ripley. It's Chris Motionless. It's Chris Motionless. They yes, oh you're right. God. Okay. No. Correct. Sheesh. They've never been in the same place. Um, this my, match. My, my girly. So, so was let me set fucking the scene. incredible. Let me set the scene for this. We're all driving home from the concert. I have it on my phone so me and Michaela could watch it while Josh is driving. We're in the McDonald's drive through the end of the match is literally coming as we're getting back to the hotel room to go inside. And I am not paying attention to walking inside. I put the food down. Rhea gets the W and I start jumping up and down in the hotel room while I'm eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's, That's how life crazy. should be. That's celebrating wins with chicken nuggets. Gotta love it. Julian was mad. Cause Shout out to Moira. Julian was mad because he couldn't get chicken nuggets that night. Sorry, Julian. Any whom. Yeah, this match was impeccable. Yes, it was. Like, one of the best women's matches I've seen in a long time. Because that move, that Rhea. Yeah. Well, two. Yeah. Two moves. The face, the 
the face plant she took off the top rope, yep. and then the release German suplex, where she basically ate her entire she face, just dragged right her into face the, yeah. into the mat. Did she just over rotate, or was that planned that I way? I think she under rotated. I think she yeah. was supposed to land more flat, but she yeah. landed with her face versus her with her chest or in her stomach. So I think it was just an under rotation. Mm-hmm. But ouch. It still worked out. It looked great. That avalanche riptide. <laughs> that was incredible. I'll say this. Yes, Charlotte yes. Flair definitely gained my respect for the simple fact that, like, dude, she was incredible. And she didn't even win. All right. So here's the thing is it's not that she was incredible in that match. No, Charlotte Flair is incredible in the women's division. She has carried shitty women's wrestlers for a very long time. Which is fair. Okay. Sasha Banks sucks. Naomi sucks. All right, all right. One hundred percent. Naomi, Naomi uh, listen, Sasha. Sasha I'll give sucks. You, Sasha, no, Sasha. I'll give you. Okay. Sasha makes me mad. I'm like, I'm mad. I'm gonna take my ball home. In the it's head. not but even like, that. In the ring, she's the worst of the four horsewomen. Which is fair, but then again, when you have Bailey, Charlotte Flair, um, and Becky Lynch, that's tough competition. Okay, and Charlotte can't carry Becky to a good match either. Wow, hot take. She can't. Hot Becky is a great game. wrestler. Charlotte and Becky do not have chemistry. They cannot get a good match together. I have not seen one that just seems seamless and flawless like both Rhea matches. Both Rhea matches have been seamless. And yeah, I think it's the because one, the one in the empty arena yes. at WrestleMania 36 for the NXT title. It's and I think what it is is it's a it's a real dichotomy between the two of them. Charlotte is used to being the power. In all her matches. So when you look at her facing Bailey, or you look at her facing Becky, or you look at her facing um, Naomi, or Natalia, or any of these, Shotzi. Charlotte's the bigger one. So she's always kind of got to play the powerhouse. And it made more sense for her to rely on the things she's better at. Right. She's better at coming off the top rope. She's better at the groundwork. She's better at the, the submissions. That's, that's also why one of my favorite duos to watch have a match are Raquel and Rhea. Fair. Both two... I don't like that. No? No. You don't think it, have you know what I like? You know what I like? Is that Rhea has become the first ever ultimate Grand Slam women's champion. She's won the NXT UK um, championship. She won the NXT women's champion. She's won a Raw champion. She's a tag team champion. And now she's a women's SmackDown champion. The fifth ever women to become a grand slam and the only one to become an ultimate grand slam i i don't and she'll be the only one ever only one to ever be, so it doesn't matter it doesn't count. Ever because nxt uk is Do, over doesn't matter to me when you when you vacate a title you get rid of a title you remove it from its legacy then just forget it don't add it to some kind of stipulation to make someone some ultimate grand supremacy hey. super saying son of a bitch you know what i mean it doesn't matter it's like saying oh Shawn michaels is the only super grand ultimate Grand Slam champion because he won the European title and the vacated super light heavyweight title. Come on. Hey, man. No. I'm happy for Rhea. I'm so stoked that she wins this title. Mm -hmm. And back to your comment about Raquel and her, I don't think it works, again, because it's two powerhouses. Charlotte Flair, again, is so much better doing the flips off the top rope. The technician work. Yes. Where Rhea is a straight powerhouse, Mm -hmm. which is why I have a hard time with, like, you're doing, like... um, Another one that would work well when it happens is going to be Bianca and Rhea because mm-hmm. Bianca can still do all the athletic stuff with the flipping and the standing mm-hmm. moonsaults and stuff like that. Um, to me, the highlight of this match, though, is the, the finishing spot, the avalanche. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pay close attention. Go back and rewatch it. She tells Charlotte, thank you, on the top rope. Okay, here we go. <laughs> she, Don't watch it now. 
don't watch it now. Go back and watch it. <laughs> she she says it. If you look at her real closely when she's setting her up, she says something to Charlotte. And if you look at it close enough, she's telling her thank you. And then she hits her with the move. Mm-hmm. Well, Charlotte is seen smiling as she's yeah. sitting on the floor. Yeah. yeah she's, well, she's, also, yeah, she's also taking a lot of time off. Well, yeah. Right now she's in Hawaii with Andrade. She's going to take a lot, a lot of time, time off. Yeah. It's not just a little bit. She's doing on some bodybuilding have, competition. Yeah. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Don't expect her back until the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I, I would say Survivor I, Series. Yeah. Because she used where she where would she, she fit? Wants, she wants to break huh? her dad's Where record. would she fit? Well, she would fit as a heel. Well, not I'm saying as a character. I'm saying like I can't say anything because there's still what another six month build to Survivor right. Series. I was gonna say what storyline would she fit in? Who would she fit with? Unless it's a rematch situation with Rhea, if Rhea's still champ lines. at the time. Um, up next. Um, Pat McAfee defeats The Miz by pinfall. Uh, oh, wait a second. George Hold Kittle on. Fu- had a Hold that. the fucking second. Pat McAfee was there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love Pat McAfee. And Pat Give McAfee Pat. was assisted by George Kittle. Give me Pat every hey, day. I yeah. mean, Agreed. let's be honest. Pat McAfee and Lesbian. what do you call it? Michael Cole are now officially the only announcers that are undefeated in matches. That was ice. Yeah. <laughs> you love to see it. I do. Undefeated at WrestleMania, Pat McAfee. John Cena? Nah. <laughs> Triple H? Nah. Undertaker? Nah. Pat McAfee and Michael Cole, you better believe it, you man. You better fucking Rob, believe and it. Rob Van Dam. Yeah, really? RBD's undefeated. RBD's undefeated, 3 0. Interesting. Wow. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> and the main <laughs> event. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize I did that. Anyway, the main, main event. event. The Usos, the Bloodline, 600 and something day unified tag team champions taking on WrestleZania and KO Mania. In the main oh. event, which honestly, I'm happy this main evented. Yeah, but either either match could have main evented. Agreed. I feel like Charlotte and Rhea should have, but I disagree. The Did- Bloodline storyline is probably one of, if not the greatest storyline in the history of now WWE. Now you sound like Josh. It um, is. It's though. a fact. It's a fact. It's, it's a fact. fact. We've been asking for long term storybooking from this is from WWE. This is what three this plus is years. And then mm-hmm. on top of it. Not to take away from your fandom and many people's fandoms of Rhea, but you can't have a heel on night one go over. Yeah, you can't have a heel close night, night one. one of Mania, especially because how night two closed. Correct. Mm-hmm. But even if you just take that away, like you were building to Zayn getting his comeuppance against the Usos and the Bloodline this whole time. The, yeah. the, the Kevin bil- Owens has been building against the Bloodline since he was taken on. Roman by himself in last man standing matches and everything. Mm-hmm. This so, this build's been going on for at bare minimum seven months, eight months, two years. Yeah, since Roman KO's been, original. Since yeah, correct. He was one of his first competitors to take on him when he was. I'm um, more. I'm more so on the Zane side. The Zane side. Zane when, is a year from Johnny Knoxville last year till now. It's been a full year. That's wild. He joined in shortly after that. The SmackDown almost immediately after was there was a backstage segment with Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. I didn't realize it was that long. Yep. 
One year. What the fuck? Yeah. I'll say this, and we'll get we'll get to it a little bit more later on in the show. I think that the Usos losing the titles is step one in of the downfall of the blood bloodline. It is, but it's step one of a crazy match that could be set up next year of Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, and The Rock. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, <clears throat> what a fucking wrestling match. Great. Fabulous. I, I mean, it was five stars across the board from anybody and everybody who rated these matches. Yeah. And Bleacher Report, Dave Meltzer. Fucking. Um, Sports Illustrated even mentioned how great Big this Dog match was. Dave Meltzer gave two five stars On this for Mania. Yep. There should have been three. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no. There should have been four. Rhea Charlotte, this match. Um, the, the other five threat. star, the triple threat, and the Cody the main match. event. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, this match closes with a trifecta of helluva kicks and a stunner. And a st- <laughs> well, there was a stunner in there too. Yeah, to keep uh, to keep Jimmy, Jimmy out of the ring uninvolved. And Jay eating the pin is the most important part of this. It's absolutely the most important part. This would not have been as impactful. Don't get me wrong; it still would have been massively impactful if Jimmy took the pin. But this is Sami Zayn pinning Jey Uso for the belts for the titles because Jay pinned Sammy yesterday on Smackdown but this is at Wrestlemania for the tag titles 600 and something days as champions yep don't be surprised if this reign is short oh, oh not at all fair I'm not yeah Makes not sense. and you think this Uso's pick it back up yep maybe I don't know I'm ready. I don't know who else. If you're going to transition to another face team, you can have a face team go over a face team. Fair. We just saw that on Monday Night Raw. Right. Yeah. Up next, night two Where opens with shocker Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Lesnar either opens the show or he or closes, closes the it. show. Yep. And here's where Mike decides, um, ah, yes, I shall evaluate my third eye. In- 416? I called four sixty, but he said, said under five. First. I said under five. Yeah, we both Meredith said under five, and, and then he gave like, a more specific I, answer. I made him give more specific. So I was like four sixteen, and I think it would have went if if Omos didn't put on his second bear hug. Yeah, I can Probably. agree. Yeah, second bear hugs would extended the match. Um, I'm like, damn it! <laughs> this was exactly what you'd expect for a Brock Lesnar versus Omos, Omos what match. It should be. Two slabs of beef slapping up against each other. <laughs> yep. This is exactly what it was. And the and the big thing about it is. Like you have Omos looking really strong in this match because because mm-hmm. he dominated. He was Goliath against Brock as David, which is really weird when you look at it in that dynamic. Yeah, that's yeah. really weird. But it worked. Mm-hmm. It was just what it needed to be. The biggest F five ever delivered, mm-hmm. and Omos took it like a champ. Yeah, he did. Like I didn't expect him to actually get like the full rotation. I almost felt like Lesnar was going to have to kind of move out of the way. Fucking Lesnar got him all the way around. That was incredible. Yeah, because I know sometimes when he's got like a 250, 300-pounder on yeah, him, he, he like, can fucking send him. This one is almost as 450. Yeah. Fucking six foot nine, something stupid like that. No, it's like 7'3". Seven, 7'3". Three. Seven, three, oh, he's 7'3". Yeah, you yeah. are. <laughs> he's Shaq height, my guy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and he got him 90 degrees. Exactly oh what you need to do. Whoop. 90 degrees and pins him. 455. Yep. Ugh, so close. Hey, still, still sub five. It. You got it. Still sub five. I'll, sub give, five, you, I'll yep. give you the dub on that. Um, up next, uh, WrestleMania Women's Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Match between uh, Morgan and Raquel. 
Natalia Shotzi, Chelsea and Sonia, and Rhonda Shayna. Sorry. <laughs> it's a reflex. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I don't think Rhonda was cleared. No, 100% she wasn't. For this no, match. she wasn't. And I don't think Shayna was 100% going into this match because you've noticed they almost take no they take no bumps in this match. They, I think there's maybe like one or two They bumps. gave, didn't take any. Well, even like during the big spots, like the um, um, the spot in which, uh, was it Raquel threw Shotzi out of the ring with like that power bomb? Yeah. Is that yeah, what? it was Raquel. Okay. So Raquel threw Shotzi. Mm-hmm. No, not Shotzi. Liv Morgan. She yeah. threw Liv Morgan out of yeah, the ring. Yeah, it was a tag team. Correct. Right, uh, tag I team think maneuver. only Shayna was in that avalanche spot. I think Ronda was more off to the side mm-hmm. for most of this match. Now, here's where I'm okay with Lita, Trish, and Becky winning night one. And it comes in with this victory. You need Shayna and Ronda to end Trish's and Lita's careers. Careers? Careers. Okay. Finish them. Okay. That's it. You take the belts, you take the belts off of Becky and Lita. By Shayna and Rhonda ending Lita's in ring career. Or the storyline, the kayfabe that you want to tell. Mm-hmm. She's done. She's ended it. Trish comes back to avenge her friend. They end her career, which essentially leaves Becky by herself to fight off the two of them. To fight off the two of them. And you get a returning Mickey James. Holy Oh, f- <laughs> that'd be dope. That would be dope. Bro. What the fuck? Okay. And then Mickey's career ends in WWE. Correct. Right. At the hands of Ronda and Shayna. So they end three. Then who they else end, comes? No, and nobody the, else comes because no, at that point because you're going to the story's gonna, over. The story's over. You're going to write Becky off television. You're going to give her some time away from the ring because she's been nonstop. She'll come back for the Rumble. She'll come back Rumble season. Maybe Mania after. Um, Raw after Mania. Raw after Mania next year. And it gives you all that time to build that tag team division with a true dominant force, just like you built the men's tag team division over these last two years. Well, that's get Seth off time with her. No, because I have plans for Seth. Oh, I have plans. <laughs> I need to hear those plans. So, I he, think this, he still confirms he does not work for Endeavor. I think that's how you build that tag team division up. Okay. I also have a, have a dominant heel tag team that face teams go through. Not, not even face teams go through. That face teams can't get through. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like they are just tearing people apart. They're ending end, careers. They're yeah. ending careers. They're taking superstars off television. And then eventually you get yourself a true tag team stable, whether that's Oscar and EO, whether mm-hmm. that's EO and Dakota, Dakota and Tegan. You get a tag team, a true unit that gets together that can then take the belts off off of them i think it would make sense um but that's where i think the tag division should head now that you've had a becky and lita and trish win and b Shayna and ronda win do you do it at backlash do you do it at SummerSlam? however you want to do it but you you need a you need to retire these two i love i'm an attitude era guy mm-hmm. i love lita i love trish i think their headline on monday night raw the first woman to ever headline a Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. for the Women's Championship. That is a huge thing that people don't talk about when they talk about the women's evolution. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the women's evolution didn't start with the four horsewomen and this current wave that they're doing. No, it started back with Lita and Trish and Jacqueline and Molly Holly and Victoria, Gail Kim. It started with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was that little divas thing in the middle with a bunch of people who weren't wrestlers who were just on TV. Page, 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 page. I, I'm not a page person. Kelly, Kelly. But there's one person. Kelly, Kelly, or the Brie, Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, and I know that they had good. I, mean, the I know Garcias? Alicia Fox. Yeah. Again, it, Rosa. They, they were more. They didn't want to use the term valets back then, but that's what they were. Like yeah, Eminem. Eminem yeah. had Eva, them. Eva Marie, Eva Marie started as a, as a valet. Summer Ray. Summer. They they were better as valets, but they didn't want to have them just do the valet thing because women could wrestle. So they it was proved in the Attitude Era. You had all you had this great great division. Even someone like China, who could have dominated China the too. division, went on and won the Intercontinental Championship and won all these other titles. So that's coming for mommy. I think I think with these two having won, that's a storyline you need to build. That's, that's how mm-hmm. Gunther's gonna lose the belt. No, Gunther is not taking that title. Yes, I know. That that's how you build the women's tag team division. Again, I am just I'm just speaking what I believe should happen. Yeah. If it happens, it happens, but it makes the most sense based on the victories that we got. Yeah. I can agree. So um up next, speaking of Gunther. Oh, can I just say one more thing before we get to this one? These nights were perfectly segmented, by the way. It felt like when they needed a little bit of a down match or something quick to happen, it happened. And when mm-hmm. they needed the long spots, the long spots happened. It felt like there was no lulls. Yeah. No, not it was at kinda all. Curated. It felt like everything was curated yeah. very carefully. Even if night one felt like it was ran by Triple H and night two was felt it was ran by Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. it yeah. felt still very curated. Everything moved seamlessly, mm-hmm. had good timing and good pacing throughout. Right. Even yeah. with a couple of um even with a couple of injuries on night two. Yeah. Yeah. Injuries, plural. Mm -hmm. Up next, we had the triple threat um, match for the Intercontinental Championship between Gunter, Sheamus, and (laughs) Drew McIntyre. Why do you always got to do that when you say Drew's name? Because it makes sense. They don't just talk about a Scottish person without talking like a Scottish person. It's Drew McIntyre. Why don't people say Seamus the Celtic warrior with an Irish accent? Because that's not as fun. Yeah, and again, Mel Gibson made it fun to be like a Scottish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Braveheart. Um, What's the famous line from that movie? They may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom. There you go. Um, and Drew McIntyre has a big sword. I uh, I guess uh, I ruined this one for Josh. Yes, yes, he does have a big sword. I guess I ruined it for Josh. My boy. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry that I called the spot. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Whoops. I, I just didn't see them taking the belt off of Gunther. You're lining up everything. See, I would... I did not see Gunther taking a pin. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's why I figured, oh, Sheamus can win in a triple threat match because he doesn't have to take the pinfall. Because he'll pin. Gunther doesn't get pinned. Sheamus pins Drew. Yep. He loses the title, but still looks strong. Okay. That's It takes two of them to take him out. Mm -hmm. They hit a big ass spot. Sheamus hits a bro kick while he's trying to, while um, Drew's trying to get a, a Claymore. Yep. He dodges the Claymore, hits the Brogue, pin one, two, three, Sheamus wins his title. That's where my mind went. So the reason why my mind never went that way is I think um, Triple H, Paul of X trying to reset some of the, the record books. So 
we've already been consistently hearing about how Gunther's the longest reigning in the 20th, 21st century of the Intercontinental Championship. Mm. He's the third longest reigning of all time. Who's won? One honky is Honky Tonk, tonk Man. That honky tonk by donkey donk. So honky tonk man's reign was ended by the Ultimate Warrior, but I believe I believe that Triple H wants Gunther to have that. I think Triple H wants Gunther to be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history, so this way he can have that placard over Vince. Like Vince, Vince has never been able to get over Vince Senior having the longest reigning World Champion. It'll never happen. Bruno San Martino held the belt for fucking ever. Just seven years. Yeah. It's never going to happen. No, no one's ever going to touch that. Mm-hmm. But, and we'll get to the main event, if Roman Reigns can top Bob Backlund, if Roman Reigns can top Hulk Hogan, if Roman Reigns can top... Um, Bruno San Martino, but no he's never going to top Bruno. But maybe Pedro Morales? Fair. You know, if, if, if Reigns can get to number two of all time, he'll have topped another one of Vince's tiers. He'll just keep pecking them off. Yeah. Hey, I took number. My guy was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. My guy was the greatest World Champion of all time. They're already talking about how this is the greatest World Championship title run of all time, mm-hmm. and it, for argument's sake, <laughs> it is. We'll talk about it once we finish night two, but it, it can make you can make the argument that it is, even though it hasn't reached a thousand days yet. Right. But this match, oh my goodness, the best part of this match was Titus O'Neil on commentary. Call nine one one. Call the police. Oh, it was great. It was great. Why was Titus on call for this? Because he's the ambassador to the WWE. That's true. That's fair. And whenever they let him run out to the ring, he trips on shit and falls underneath it. That's true. <laughs> Titus World Slide. But um, yeah, I was so happy Gunther won this match. I popped. I I was sitting there watching. I was like, wow. They're really going for yes. this. Yep. Yeah. And you know, Gunther now has the most five-star matches in WWE history. Really? With two? It's five. Damn. Interesting. He has both against Ilya Dragunov. Mm-hmm. He has Tyler Bate. Three. He has Sheamus. Sheamus and, and Sheamus triple threat. And Drew. Wow. Wow. He has five. Both Ilyas were fives? Yep. The Empty Arena one and the rematch were both fives. The one that Ilya won the title in the Empty Arena when he didn't. Where he got destroyed. And then Bate was while Gunther was still a champ. Yep. That was his first. Yep. And then Ilya was second. Then Ilya, Ilya was two third. was third. Then Sheamus was four. Sheamus was four. Drew and Sheamus was five. Yep. Wow. I mean, I hate that because unfortunately during my era of watching wrestling, Meltzer handed out almost zero five stars to WWE. Shawn Michaels doesn't have a five star. That's Kurt wild. Angle doesn't have a five star. Like, I think Bret Hart has one. <laughs> Come on. It makes no sense. Kenny Omega's got like six, seven stars. I was about to say, and then MJF has like... Austin has zero. Austin has zero. That's wild. Come on. That's wild. Mr. Perfect has none. Mr. Perfect was great. Mr. Perfectly fine. I think um, CM Punk has one. Cena has one, maybe two. Yeah, that two. was their um, Money in the Bank 2011. Yeah, when he left in mm-hmm. Chicago. Like, So this is just like... You, you look at the star ratings now, and it's almost like he had a vendetta against Vince for so long that he... he Again, it's one man's opinion. I understand that. But mm-hmm. it's one man's opinion that the wrestling industry has respected for many, 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 many years. Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer, is one of the most, if not the most credited um, wrestling, wrestling critic... Of all time. Of all time. How's old Dave is recognized? <clears throat> this Dave. Um, Another one. Chris Benoit in WWE. I don't think yeah. he has a five-star. It doesn't matter. You can still talk about how great the guy was a wrestler. I mean, Absolutely th- incredible in the ring. That triple threat match against him 
and Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Michaels. How's that not a five star? <laughs> that was when he won the title, right? That's when he won yeah, the title. Well, Eddie and Eddie retained the title yeah. earlier in the night against Kurt Angle, which again could have been a five. Should have been a five star. Yeah. Because of how well they did with the telling of that story as well and how technical both those guys are in the ring. Mm-hmm. RIP Eddie, screw you, Chris. I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, I have him on my wrestlers. He's on my Mount Rushmore. As a wrestler. As a wrestler. As an, as as an, in, as an in-ring wrestler, mm-hmm. he's he's on the Mount Rushmore. For technician, for storytelling, for everything. As a human being. <laughs> yeah. Separate the profession versus the person. Paul Heyman that says it best. Paul Heyman says it best. As a wrestler, one of the greatest of all time. As a human being. As a human, fuck him. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the, one of the best ways I've ever heard him say it. And it, I mean, it's Paul fucking Heyman. <laughs> I love Paul Heyman. Again, and this is and Paul Heyman's a guy who booked Chris Benoit when he was in ECW. Mm-hmm. Yep. Book Crispin Wine when he was in WCW. Book Crispin Wine when he was in WWE, WWF. He knew the wrestler that he had. It's it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But this triple threat match, man, stole the weekend. Absolutely stole the weekend. And I mean, I think you and I were talking about it. Might have been on the podcast or separate. We knew this match was going to take it. Oh, 100%. We, we know the way these guys work. And the professionalism. And how stiff they're willing to be with yeah. each other. It, this match was fucking stiff. Yes, it was. Those chops were insanity. Chops? How about the kicks? Yeah. The kicks to the head? The power bombs? The power bombs were... Oh, my goodness. I was about goodness. to say, I think WWE came out with metrics to, like, chops and stuff of just how much carnage there was in this yeah, match. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I almost want to just go back and, ha- and just... If there was a way to, like, drown out the noise... Of the crowd and drown out the commentary and everything and just listen to the madness in the ring. Yeah. I wish that's, we could listen to it. That's why one of my favorite Volter matches was when he was still Volter against Ilya one in, in the, the in dead arena. Silent arena. Yeah. You could hear every fucking chop. Yeah. That match was impeccable. It was gross. Ugh. Up next, we had the Raw Women's Championship match between Bianca Belair and Asuka. I thought Asuka was a lock to win this. I think we all. Really? I think you're. I was the only one. Yeah. Uh, completely unrelated. I thought Bianca. Oh, yeah. That's what you did. Oh, yeah. I totally you were with me. I fell asleep. I totally fell asleep. I um, watched this well, in my bed and I totally fell asleep. Josh wanted to go to bed before this match. I, I did. not let him. Um. Anyway. It was weird because the match almost had no build. It had no build. Yeah. And the. The match itself had really no story. And and I, I told Meredith when we were going into this, I was like, wait for a spot where Asuka's in the corner or on the ground or something, and you see the ref hand or something. It's the as soon as you mist. see it, it's the mist. Yeah. It's missed. a mist pouch. Yeah. Because then, not 20 seconds later, she went to go spray the mist. Mm-hmm. Mist. Yeah. Pun not intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then gets hit with a KOD and calls it a calls it a match i mean it was a good match you're not going to get a bad match out of these two again i think the four women's wrestlers that you can pretty much enter the five women's wrestlers you can pretty much interchange and always get good matches out of would be roxanne um raquel one Rhea, two um oscar three bianca charlotte five those are the five raquel rodriguez yeah again powerhouse versus Mm -hmm. small flippy doodah person it makes sense you can't put raquel and Rhea. i feel like they're both too much of a powerhouse um, I thought you'd put Becky in that spot, but then Becky and Charlotte. You'd... Becky and Charlotte just—they don't. I haven't seen the chemistry between the two of them, and maybe I just need to go back and watch more of their older stuff. But like the stuff we've seen the last few years with their main their main runs on main roster, I just I haven't seen it. I just again, I, ba- okay. Bailey's another one who's really silent, but Bailey to me, 
and this sucks because I love Bailey. Bailey's upper middle cod to me. Mm-hmm. The way that they've portrayed her with constantly losing, she's really fallen from top of card to that upper middle. She needs she needs to be the the ring bearer, the title holder of a mid card title for the women's division. Mm-hmm. I think that would make sense. Wasn't she leaving? Like, isn't she like leaving WWE now because of Vince or something like that? There's been conversation. So, rumor. I I take nothing about backstage rumors from. I I love it when you hear the internet sleuths all trip 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 trip. I love it because to me this is. You have to remember, Vince is a carny guy. He comes from the old school. Mm-hmm. He loves to throw plants out there. He loves it. I mean, it gets people talking. It gets Literally. people talking about the product, yeah. good or bad. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is, even if he just throws it out there, these random sources talking about unhappiness and uneasiness in the back. Okay, mm-hmm. so who's your source? You can say that say, they didn't use any names. You say, just Say yeah. a name. If you're that unhappy... Give a Fucking shit. Fucking say it. They're, yeah, they're exactly. not laying you on TV. They have you in catering. Fuck it. If you're that unhappy, if your yeah. if your if your check is bouncing, say something. Because that's what happened with ECW when people were unhappy with ECW at the end when their checks were bouncing. Sandman came out and said shit. Taz came out and said shit. And it wasn't through internet rumblings. No, it was Taz is pissed. Yeah. Sandman is pissed. Tommy Dreamer is pissed. RVD is pissed. Like that's like um. That was during like the really, 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 really low period of Impact. Yeah. When everybody was coming out against Impact, when Impact was going under. Yep. And then, or it might have been vice versa, TNA bought Impact or Impact bought TNA or something and like that. And then it fixed everything. And it fixed everything. Yeah. And Impact is putting on one some of the best products but I still right th- now. I still think um, with, how, with how much Triple H is a student of history of wrestling and Vince McMahon being this old carny guy... A lot of this stuff to me is just internet fodder. It's just to get people talking, yeah. to get people upset, rile some feathers. I mean, like you just look at us. Mm-hmm. We're all talking about the product, mm-hmm. whether we're happy with the product or we're mad with the product. I personally, I like to see the positive side of everything. That's why I gave all three nights a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be mixed feelings when we get towards the end of this evening as well as Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But I'm going to make it a positive spin when we get to talk about that stuff. Well, Dave, you're a Bears Avalanche Athletics Um, Who's the reigning fan. Stanley Don't Cup say, champion? Don't Listen, say abs. Oh, now. <laughs> okay. Now. All Wait, I'm oh, saying what's is- What's the President's, oh, President's Cup curse? Oh, that's right. Nobody has won the Stanley Cup under the President's Cup. We're not talking about that. Okay. What we're talking about is I mean, the last is the time the Bruins won, they beat the Canucks, who were the, the President's President Cup, Cup it's champions. It's not the point, Josh. <laughs> I mean, you brought it up. The yeah, point- yeah, No, you're no, no, listen. You don't want to throw spears about no, my team? I'm not I understand throw- they Suck. I'm not Colorado is the shit. I'm not throwing spear. <laughs> I'm just saying, you were forced. What for positivity? Yes. I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan. Okay, and we're god fucking awful. Listen, Listen I'm wearing a shirt that you can see from Mars. Believe me, I. You, you don't know awful. 108 losses minimum this year for the Avalanche. We've known the, heartache, uh, but athletics. nothing like. Nothing, Nothing like, like this me. man. At least you That's have a Super I'm Bowl saying. in your lifetime. She has a Super Bowl in her lifetime. She has a Super Bowl in her lifetime. You have a Super Bowl in your lifetime. I have my, my grandfather was, was on the Super Bowl that I'm the Patriots lost to the, the Bears. That's unfortunate. By the way, you got 14 uh, minutes to get to your favorite number. Okay. We're going to go well over that anyway. Oh, we're so. going to blow past that. Yes. We're going to blow 69. Oh, um, I can't wait. I mean, honestly, I've been listening to a lot of other wrestling podcasts, and most wrestling podcasts go three, four hours. Yeah. So. Easily. And I mean, we're not going that long. Don't worry. We're not. I promise. I will shut up eventually. My poor. <laughs> yeah, we've got um, 
three matches left here and then Raw. chose yep. to bring her tonight. Listen, uh, okay. All right, so my girlfriend just was left like, I'm happy to meet her, but the poor thing's sitting there. Agreed. Up okay. next, agreed. we had another Miz match. Mm-hmm. Injury number one. Yeah. Was um, Shane O'Mac. <laughs> money, money, money. Torn his quad. <laughs> yes. A la Vincent Kennedy McMahon. A la Triple H. I mean, <laughs> a la Kevin Nash. I mean, it is what it is. I I feel real bad for Shane because right before he tears his quad, you have Michael Cole on commentary saying, he looks like he's back. He's never missed a step. Pop. Pop. <laughs> I will say, through every... And again, man, this is why I love The Miz. Mm-hmm. Through his professionalism, through his uncanny ring IQ, and through Snoop Dogg, realizing what's happening they managed to put together something mm-hmm. on the fly like none of that with snoop is planned like that's not supposed to be happening yeah and miz and him get together real quick as the camera's panning and you know doing the shots it's doing to avoid showing shane on the ground writhing in pain you know i pulled a quad once i've never torn one man i can't imagine but the fact that they got that together got snoop to pin the miz to retain his belt is awesome Mm-hmm. I love it. It's perfect. Give it the one star it deserves. <laughs> that's it. But that's what the Miz is there for. So. He was there to eat the pins. Yeah, exactly. Eat pins on both nights for fan pops. Mm-hmm. Mac- his teeny balls that Maurice holds. McAfee got a good pop the night before. Shane's pop was incredible. Here Every- comes the money. I, I love it. Here we go. Here we go. And Shane and Shane has put together some good matches in his career. Just go back and watch the Steve Blackman stuff back in the Attitude Era. The ho- the hardcore matches, European matches he had back then. Mm. Even the um, Undertaker match from yeah. 32. That match was great. That's actually when I started the, uh, back. The Hell in a Cell match yeah. he did with um, Kevin. Yeah. Another that was good another one. good one. When, when, that, when, when Sammy, Sammy pulls him off the table. Him. Yeah. Honestly, the AJ match wasn't that bad, too. Again, it's... Isn't he due to come back, too? No, he's not yet. Not Uh-oh. yet. It's probably SummerSlam. Uh, he'll be yeah. probably a little bit before, depending on how the ankles heal. King of the Ring? Maybe. We'll see. Money in the Bank? King of the Rings in June. That's in Saudi. We'll see. Is it Money in the Bank in... Up next, we have the hell in a cell. Oof. Edge versus the demon Finn Balor. A little upset. There was a little purple. There was a little purple. Not enough purple for me. I was expecting a purple and black demon. Purple, black, and gray. Was there enough red for you? There was a lot of crimson in this match. That's one way to put it. We love a bleeder. Um, so silver cell, not the red open. cell. Silver cell. I like yeah. it. I'm happy with the silver cell being back. Um, I love. Um, if Dom's entrance is one, Edge's entrance Edge's, is two. Edge's entrance was so freaking that was great. Fucking sick. I was just confused as to why he had a disco ball as a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a play on Slayer. Yeah, it was a Slayer thing. South of Heaven is the song that he walked out to. Ah. So, I, rising up from the flames. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Honestly, a, a diamond is made under the pressure from Earth. Right. That's dope. There but, like, for me, I was just like, he looking really reflective right about now. Yeah. I was... Wow. So, the thing that kills me about this match is if this had been somewhere in the Midwest or on the East Coast, everything would have been black at that point because it would have been at night. Mm-hmm. And, it and that match so would have Yeah, like, that's true. Like, how... How the flames would have looked. How it would just would have looked so much better. With it still being Philly, it with the idea of it just being so much sunlight out, mm-hmm. kind of killed some of that entrance to yeah. me. But yeah. I don't know where everyone else stands on this match. This I was, was this was a quiet. This was a quiet show stealer. 
And I, I know people were upset about the the stopping and starting of this match. Like when Finn gets busted open, they really slowed the match down. Mm-hmm. Just remember, everyone wants to talk about the Mick Foley Undertaker match. They stopped that match twice. Mm-hmm. It just was stopped seamlessly. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't stopped seamlessly. This was Finn deciding to go, I'm going to have my hands here, but I'm going to stop the ladder with my head. It <laughs> puts his head through his hands and catches the ladder. Like, yeah. oh my God, he caught that flush. He got it good. And I'll tell you something right now. Has anybody else here ever gotten staples? Mm-mm. No. Okay. To get nope. staples nope. on the fly. Mm-hmm. Many kudos to that man. Nope. In the cranium. Bro. Yes. I don't know the brain. I don't know. Oh. Shout out to him. The skull. That was gnarly. I was about to say the giant. Like you could literally see his skull. That you could 14. see his skull. Yeah. Fourteen. Yes. Super impressive. All the and the him. fact that after it's all said and done, he still takes two more big spots, right. two more big bumps, and he takes a concerto. Many kudos. I just wish that they would not have brought. I wish it it just would have been Balor in this match. As much as I called it at the the event that we went to, the road we went to, I said, "Oh, it's going to be Balor. It's going to be Demon versus Edge. Blah blah blah. Hell in mm-hmm. a Cell." I almost feel like you, he could have cut a promo saying, "You're not worth seeing the Demon. You're not ready for my demons." I was about to say because I feel like the Demon's starting to lose a little bit. Well, he's lost. He, he's lost a lot of. He's lost three matches. Right. If, he's supposed to be like this in, unstoppable force, immovable object. You know, what I mean, it's kind of weird to see him losing these these matches, especially. This wasn't his weakest loss. If you're gonna go on the tear the tier of like quality of demon losses, I would say this one is the most like legitimate. Legitimate loss. Then Samoa Joe, and then way the fuck down there is Roman Reigns when the belt buckle broke, the t- the turnbuckle broke, mm. like way the fuck down there. But at least Joe battered the demon, and that was in a ladder match. Am I right? Yes, and it, yeah. and I think again. Which Bala got busted open. That that helps. Or Bella. Joe got busted open in that match. That, One of them did. Honestly, that kind of helps. So Bella. I didn't think of that as a. I always forget that he lost that match, but it's also because the demon never got pinned in that match. No, Joe climbed the ladder and won the NXT title. Yep. In this match, he does get pinned. Split, split head, split open, concertoed. A, a top rope DDT and a concerto. I mean it's understandable what more what more can uh roman won because the belt broke <laughs> yeah the, the the turnbuckle broke um oops moving on main event of wrestlemania speaking of roman reigns the tribal chief the if head any of you could see of Dave the right table now. put roman the one reigns down. See, at least versus a Cody me on the Rhodes. Met better, better ish. In a second, what twins? And uh, <laughs> um, what a fucking match! What a fucking match! It just makes me mad for the sin. Not be okay. So like, I'm fine with Roman winning. It's it made me frustrated in the moment, but I'm fine with Roman winning. It just makes me mad because I have my own personal vendetta against Solo Sokoa. 
because, and I get it, his his finisher is supposed to be an homage to Omaga. Omaga. But like, it, it's one of those things where it's a kayfabe of just like, what beat Cody Rhodes? Ah, yes, the mighty thumb of doom. Just, oh my God. Wait, wait, hold on. I have to bring this back. Is it Umaga or is it as William Regal says? Umanga. <laughs> Umanga. Whatever. I remember WrestleMania 24. It was the Battle of Brand Supremacy. It was Umaga versus Bobby Lashley. No, that wasn't the ba- Brand Supremacy. That was Billionaires. Battle of the Billionaires. In yeah, which it Vince was. McMahon got his head Yes. That was Bobby Lashley. And Umaga. Umaga. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Umaga versus Batista. Okay. It was Umaga versus <laughs> Batista in the um, Battle of... Um, Brand Supremacy at WrestleMania 24. But we're not talking about WrestleMania 24. We're talking about WrestleMania 39. 39. The main event, we had Roman versus uh, Cody. And Cody, again, not again, I'm sorry. Roman Reigns, again, visually pinned. One, two, three. Mm -hmm. But Paul, the walrus Heyman, gets on the ring and while cody's going for a um dude you're jumping crossroads. ahead way too fucking fast <laughs> you're missing there's so the much Uso running the ref yeah. bumps seeing uh zane and ko yeah. coming out for the save the the entrances cody's woe was wow like having like 80,000 70,000 people all do it it's oh crazy it's like the john cena make a wish on crack just yeah. like ah yes 80,000 people no, not, children not and crack. adults not crack speed ah, <laughs> just turned up to like 15 it was 15 ridiculous like, ah, yes we're going to crush the dreams of adults and children in one fatal swoop okay so I'm going to be positive about this, but I do want to hear from somebody else before I go and give my little spin on positive. I know you're behind me with this because me and you both picked them. We This was our picks. So, so I'll be right. You, I'll be straight out honest with you. If Cody won, I'd have been happy to I, be wrong. Nope. I wouldn't have. I was going to be mad the whole time if Cody won this match. I will get to it, but I want someone else to talk because I've been doing a lot of fucking talking tonight. So... Allow me to give my minor prediction. I'm happy about... Cody losing for the simple fact that I feel like this is where it starts to open up the fall of the bloodline because the fact that, and Cody said it, that this is probably one of the first matches that Roman, like Roman was, like they had him. They had Roman. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the mighty thumb of doom, like they they had him. And I think that it's going to be interesting. Ah, yes. But what I feel like could happen is, is something similar on Something similar where, like, they get to SummerSlam and, I don't know, maybe Seth or someone. Some, someone big. Like, it's not going to be, like, just anybody. Seth gets to SummerSlam and Roman purposefully tells the Usos not to come and help because they don't have their titles. So if they don't know how to, what do you call it? If they don't have a title to defend, then how can they defend Roman's title? So then Roman loses it because he goes out on his own, which then creates this whole beef between the Usos and Solo and whatever, whatever, and this and that. And nope. they've been built and they've been building towards like maybe a, the possibility of like a rock Roman match. And I think that having the rock, having Roman Reigns and Jey Uso in a triple threat match is just 
beautiful. Okay. I just think it's so gorgeous. I love it. All right. So, Meredith, your opinions on Cody losing to End Mania. I agree with you, and I hate that I'm saying that I agree with Dave. It was too easy to get to the final boss. I mean, of course, I pick Cody. My my issue is now, of course, it's it's uh, the Usos and it's Roman. So, of course, they were going to come out at some point. But, again, I don't like how easy it was, and I think the storyline could have I know we're trying to give Roman the thousand. I understand that. But I think if he lost it, I think the storyline of the Usos and the bloodline breaking up slowly but surely would have been even better with with no one having a title, with none of them having one. Um, but that's it's all right. They'll, he'll, he'll lose it eventually. Hopefully. Soon. Hopefully to Cody. No. At this point, it doesn't matter. At at some point, Roman's gonna get bored. So, I think Roman's already starting to get a little bit bored. He wants to make it to one thousand. I'm so excited. You know what? Fuck it. I'm excited to hear what you. Roman's not bored. Go. Did anybody listen to the press conference afterwards? No, he was third inning. Just like, ah, yes, we're expecting six more years of being champion. Lovely. He was like, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the greatest. Yeah. Kevin O. This guy. This guy. This guy. Finn Balor knocked him down. Edge knocked him down. Daniel Bryan retired him. Cesaro beat him. Just naming, rattling, giving all the names. And it's not like it's anybody. It's it's people. It's people. It, he's beating champions in other promotions right now. Yeah. Like Cesaro is... ROH champion. ROH champion. He beat Samoa Joe. He's beaten everybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has stepped up, the tribal chief has knocked the fuck out. Yep. So, <laughs> the way I look at it is... Oh, we got a countdown going on right now. So, it's three, two, one... 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Ah, I love it. Until I go ahead and cut some of the beginning road, out and we're off time. Hey, hey, the, do not cut the beginning off. The road to, oh yeah, you gotta cut the beginning off. No. The road to WrestleMania was too easy for Cody Rhodes. It was too easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I understand an injury is what they created, wanted to accelerate, this yeah. inju- created this acceleration because had Cody not gotten injured, you'd have a year-long bill to get him to this point against Roman Reigns, and then maybe he takes the belt off of him. Right. But if your initial plan was to put The Rock against Roman, if that was the initial plan, L.A., Rock, Roman, Bloodline, Family Feud, blah, 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 was The Rock going over Roman Reigns? No. 100 times out of 100, absolutely not. It makes no sense. He's a part-timer. You're not going to give him the belt. You're not going to do to him what you did to Punk. After Summer of Punk, when Punk held the belt for all that time and then lost it. 434 days. Okay? It's not happening. So, substitute a Rock build for a Cody build, which was quick. 30 at the Royal Rumble. Basically, didn't have to go through anybody. Had no matches leading up to this, and the only match of substance was the Solo match, in which he beat Solo's undefeated streak, because Solo was undefeated at that point. Hadn't been pinned, hadn't been submitted, none of that, right? So, you get to Mania... And everybody's sitting there. Everybody's antsy. Cody's going to unseat him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's always the wild card, though. And the wild card in this match has Solo. Solo Sokoa. And Solo is now getting his victory back versus Cody. Mm -hmm. That's it. Roman didn't beat Cody. Solo beat Cody. We get to Monday night. On Monday night. Triple H comes out. No, forget the Triple H stuff. I want to go right to Roman being in the ring and Cody coming out for the rematch. Mm-hmm. Can't get his rematch. So, fine. We're going to do a tag match. Well, whoever you get is your tag partner. Cannot 
go after the world title and had to have wrestled on WrestleMania. So that takes Bang. out any like... Wah, wah, wah. Brock Lesnar comes out. Yep. Perfect. We can skip right to the end and we'll come back and hit the rest of Monday Night Raw. Brock Lesnar F5s Cody Rhodes. Destroys Cody Rhodes. That is it. F5 through the table. F5 through the ring. Peck off the crowd. Walk away. Lesnar immediately turns heel. After a face turn at Mania versus Omos, immediately goes back heel. You are building the mountain in which Cody Rhodes has to climb to get back after Roman Reigns. You are doing Kofi Mania 2.0 with Cody Rhodes. Which is fair. Okay. I can see that. Cody Rhodes is going to have to get through Brock Lesnar. One. Solo Sokoa. Two. The King of the Ring Tournament, which he loses. Money of the Bank, which he loses. And then we'll have to get into a stipulation in which he comes out at the Royal Rumble at one. Gets he- eliminated right away. Ooh. Ooh. Elimination Chamber is how he gets into a title match again. Interesting. This whole time, Roman is your champion. Goes through everybody. Winner of the King of the Ring, Gunther. Bye. Seth Rollins, Money in the Bank winner. Bye. Kevin Owens is a singles run. Bye. Sami Zayn. Bye. Jey Uso. Bye. Bring him on. Randy Orton. Braun Breaker. Bye. bye. Matt Riddle. Bye. Randy. Randy. Bye. He's going to tear through everybody. You know, that he already hasn't. To keep it a singles match, Roman wins the Rumble. Well, like I had mentioned, Roman Roman enters the Rumble with the belt and says, okay, I'm putting my belt on the line, and he wins the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what it did before. Like, like they've H. done before. Yeah, well, Triple yeah, H did Triple it. Triple H beat Roman because Roman went out of one in 2015 yep. or whatever yeah, it was. correct. Or like um, when the belt was vacated in the greatest Royal Rumble of all time, I believe it was 1992, yeah. where Ric Flair won the belt after the rumble so that you need to build this mountain you need cody to go through it Mm -hmm. what's dusty's greatest promo hard times Mm -hmm. cody needs to go through his hard times yeah cody needs to get squashed squashed by brock lesnar five minute match nope three minute match nope one minute match one minute Cody goes out, tries to hit something quick on Brock. Brock catches him in a Cody cutter. That is it. Or in a F5? F5. No. Cody goes to hit a Cody cutter. Brock uh, catches him. F5 picks him up. F5 picks him up. F5 picks him up. F5 ref stoppage. Just stops the match. Then F5. 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 Through a table. F5. So you thought what he did to Stop Cena was bad? already dead. You thought what he did to Cena was bad? It's going to be worse. But you have to build this. You have to have Cody go through something. Everything was too easy. It was too handed to Cody. And everybody wanted to see it unseated. You want you want to see the bad guy lose. Mm-hmm. Roman's not losing. Yeah. I know I said this whole thousand days thing. It lands on Monday Night Raw and you can do the thousand days celebration. Fuck it. Say, we talked about that. Two thousand day celebration. Fuck it. There has to be a huge build. You have, so, to, you have to rebuild this. Because this, you had... Dude, you had a powder keg. 
that arena was ready to explode. When he hit that first crossroads and was linking it and hit the second one and was linking it to hit the third one, that place, you could feel the energy through the television. Yeah, I was about that, to say. That crowd was just- Static? It was- Anticipation? Everybody. Everybody. And then Solo comes out. Thumb of doom! <laughs> Done. That was awesome. Awesome. Book it that way. Book it so this way oh, Cody has to struggle. Cool. He has to go through- he has to go through these these hard times mm-hmm. to get to the belt. It's just simple as that. I mean, when Y2J, when Chris Jericho won the unified title, how many matches did he win that year before he won those two matches that night? I don't think I did. I don't think I was alive. So I mean, I think he won three matches that year. When Dolph Ziggler won his Money in the Bank, he had seventeen matches in a row. He had lost before that, before he won Money in the Bank, and then continued to lose with Money in the Bank until he cashed in against. Alberto Del Rio. Ah, good old ramen noodles. So it's just one of those things where build the guy up. Mm -hmm. Don't make it too easy for him. Right. Why did everyone pop at Kofi Mania? Because it wasn't easy. Kofi had to go through everything to get that title. And he had to go through. And he lost his gauntlet. It was the New Day that won their gauntlet that got Got him the shot. Yeah, and the Usos. The Usos um, forfeited. forfeited, Yes. Which caused the final match to happen, which was against Brian and Rowan. Yes. Which Big E and Xavier won. Which, again, you can call back to that Mm -hmm. right now with the dissension of the bloodline and having Jimmy and Jay walk out on Roman. Interesting. And the only person who remains in Roman's corner corner is Solo. Fucking here we go. Elimination Chamber. Jay is in that match. I'm not splitting Jay and Jimmy. You're not. Together. Well, I'm saying Jay and Jimmy are both in the match. Jay, Jimmy, Cody, and three others. No. Not even that. The... The Jay and Jimmy split is separate from anything to do with Cody. So it's not like them walking out forfeiting. Blah, Correct. Blah, blah. It's nothing like that. That split is completely different. That's going to happen in a different in a different manner. That's just how that's going to happen. So, but I love I love the idea of this build. I love the idea of Cody having lost and now continuing to lose. I think it, if he wins, it makes it a lot more interesting. It'll happen. Because of that build, yeah. Correct. Instead of this quick build that everyone, that's the problem with this TikTok generation. It's got to be quick. Instant gratification. It's, it's the microwave. Let it, let it simmer. Let it simmer. Yeah. Let it grow. You and I, you and I always talk about long term storytelling, mm. long term booking. Everybody. This wants is to- exactly what the fuck this is. Exactly. Roman Reigns has been champion for almost a thousand fucking days. Yep. Exactly. Keep it building. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I, a little bit more on Raw. Yeah, I mean, Raw was. Again, my positive spin was the whole Brock thing. Yeah. I, I everyone was mad about it. I think it was great. Uh, I was cool with it. I, I'll be honest. I, yeah. That I wasn't. I was fine with that. It was the the stuff I saw afterwards. All the the fan footage of while they were on commercial or yeah, whatever with, with uh, Seth. Yeah, Seth getting his stuff changed. Apparently, uh, Bailey's promo was scrapped right before she came out, and and just the the hearing about the the piss poor. Pl- I wouldn't say planning the the last minute changes. Yeah, but. We've seen it before. It's happened before with Vince. Yeah. It's changed on a dime. And I'll be honest, I know we said we weren't going to talk SmackDown, but I'll be honest, the the backstage promo between Kevin and Sammy before he said he was going to go talk to Jay seemed extremely scripted. Seemed very, very scripted. 
something that was written and they were struggling to get through it. With with guys like that, Kevin and Sammy, who've been in the business for years, just on let them end, talk. Let them fucking talk. Give them their talking points. Tell them where they need to go with this, and let them get there because they can. But the the stuff that I was talking about earlier with the the Ray and Dom stuff, I think we might get a six man tag match at Backlash. Yeah, because Bad Bunny got Bunny the table with Bunny, um, Santos and Ray. Okay. Against Judgment Day, Finn, Finn's cleared. Damian, and Ray. Clearly, he wrestled with the gouge in his head. Okay, <laughs> and didn't he have like a point now? Torn like half or something. My like brain that? actually. Yeah, three and a half. Uh, three and a half weeks before the Hell in a Cell match, he had a torn calf. Yeah, which is a six to eight week rehab. He said, "I'm gonna get through it." Yeah. So yeah, he'll be ready. Didn't, like Damian Priest. Do a thing with Bad Bunny before he was in Judgment Day. Yeah, um, yeah. He's the one who got him in Damian WrestleMania. And Bad last Bunny year. were in WrestleMania last year against Miz and Morrison. Yep, Miz and Morrison. I miss John Morrison. John Morrison is trip. now Johnny uh, Impact. No, he's Johnny Everything at this Johnny point. Johnny something. <laughs> he does celebrity boxing now. Well, that's fun. All right. Um, I think I think we just get a tag team match in this. I don't think we get a triple threat. Bunny and Bunny and Ray, Ray. versus. Um, Dom and Priest. Dom and Priest. LWO is not involved. I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. Because if you're gonna do LWO, you got to do. I think you have to do all three Which, of those that guys mean, by themselves. Does that mean LDF is done now that's LWO? Legato double yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they're gonna go with Latino World Order. I think they're gonna bring that back. I mean, I'm okay with it. So am I. I like it. I like the color scheme. Yeah, I think it works. Got the sweatshirts back. I know. I love the fact that the sweatshirts are back. I love all that stuff. I mean, you I couldn't you couldn't re- buy you couldn't revitalize the NWO when you tried years ago. At least. You, this is going to feel a little bit more seamless. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the Riddle return. I, I, yeah. I feel like I feel it fell flat. My flippy flop, dude. It, just, the... it, um, it doesn't. It doesn't work with me without Randy. Right which now, is fair. It That's doesn't fair. work. I because you you. How's this? What they did with Brock and Cody is what you need to do with Randy and Riddle. Have them no. out at the same time and no. immediately heel no. turn. Immediate. No. no. You bring them right back into that. a storyline. Nope. Yeah. Or even no. build up. You could possibly build up Riddle a little bit more to give him like a little bit more substance. Not to say that it needs it, but like give it a little bit more so that way when uh, oh my god, RK out of nowhere, which is never out of nowhere. But anyway, you always he, he's know not even coming. You yeah, but he's not coming. he's not going to be doing the RKO anymore. Oh, he's my going bad. to the punt. Stomp. He's going to the punt. The punt, yeah. Because uh, the back injury, a lot of people are saying he's been taking too many bumps to his back, and that's why this injury is taking so long for it to heal mm-hmm. from the surgery. Right. That he may go back to the punt if he comes back, which to me is a way more better finisher to break up an allegiance. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just why. like a, just like a concerto. Just well, like that's why Nikki had to get so much neck surgery, the rack attack. These wrestlers keep fucking up their necks and backs. But yeah. um, unless there's anything else to chat about Raw, I think that pretty much wraps up the WrestleMania weekend recap. Yeah. I mean, uh, dun, 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 again, I said three thumbs up. I was two thumbs up. Mania was really, really good to me. Let's not talk about two thumbs up. Raw was <laughs> meh to me. My, for me, if it see, so you said thumbs up, thumbs down. I had to go thumbs down. Yeah. Raw for me was a straight thumbs middle. It was a... To me, a good Raw before Hunter got involved. So when Vince was still head of creative, it's when that was a good Raw. Okay. I didn't see anything stand out. There were a couple really good moments, but the there was no like 
on top of the world raw. Like honestly, the raw we went to on was top fucking immaculate. Yeah, oh, it was great. I just I just see that was a the, fun time. I see the Brock stuff. It was. I fell asleep in your car. I know you did. I see the Brock stuff to open and close and the LWO stuff in the middle. To me, it it gives a good transition between all the other garbage that may have happened the Omos match which was We kind got of flat. Um, we got number one contenders for the tag titles. Yep. We got we had the tag match which again, we didn't even highlight, but it was fa- face versus face. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Cuz like just it it felt clunky with the four of those guys in the ring. So, yeah. But that pretty much ends this episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up on our social medias. We're on it um, a little too much. At least I yeah. am. I am. <laughs> um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, also, you can hit us up on our personals. They will be linked down in the description. Mm-hmm. Um, and Potentially. This will be your first exit of a <laughs> episode <laughs> of the Doink and Doink no, Connection. Don't tell them how to do Double it. Doink Network production. Um, pretty much just follow along and you'll, you'll pick it up. I hope so. This <laughs> has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I have been Michaela. I have been Meredith. I have been Tiago. And we've got two words for you. Doinks Do- out. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.